Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Terry Savage is with us. She's our uptown girl. Terry is the money lady. She gives you the savage truth, the person we can count on that we always want at our dinner dinner table. Anytime (laughs) to get a little free advice from you, but this is your moment. Thanks for joining us, Terry. Love being with you. Happy days. As we said last week, the stock market's up another 350 plus points. Yeah. Six winning days in a row. Guess the Fed did it. The Fed might have just about engineered a soft landing. Well, consumers are continue to spend, not not dramatically, but continue to spend. Home prices stay up there. There are jobs out there. And yet, inflation is coming down. And Nobody wants to be left out. Yeah. Are we not using the word recession anymore? Is it done? You know, I, I did not come here to play Cassandra. However... <laughs> Well, there are a number of historic signals. I won't go into all of them. The inverted yield curve, the this, the leading indicators, and other things that have always traditionally led to a recession. Um, you know, you, it doesn't have to be a strong, deep recession. I, you've asked me before what I think would trigger it. Tomorrow, there'll be a report released by TransUnion, and I was given a sneak peek, peek at the impact of student loan repayments starting in September, six weeks away now. And how many people, TransUnion is very interesting, you know, they're the the, uh, credit bureau. Mm -hmm. And so they can tell how many new accounts people have opened up, credit card accounts that also have student loans. And they said that when those loan repayments start, some people are going to be in deep trouble having to add another couple hundred dollars or more a month to pay down student loans, as well as all these new credit card accounts or mortgages that they've taken on in the last three years. Interesting. So, but I, I, look at, we are being saved. Our economy is being saved by two very important women. And no, it's not the Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen. Nope. Uh, this economy, and you can hear it from the Fed, is being saved by two women, Taylor Swift and Barbie. <laughs> Taylor well, Swift, it was a, it's, it's crazy what she has done this year. A, a, a Fed official acknowledged in the, that, you know, the Federal Reserve District said that, my goodness, the Philadelphia economy was booming. When she made her appearance there, I'm sure the same thing happened in Chicago, hotel rooms and restaurants and so forth. So lots of credit to Taylor Swift. And now, next week, don't ask me why, but this Barbie movie is coming out. And there are all kinds of merchandising deals. There's, if you like HGTV, which I do, I, that's my relaxing thing when I don't want to worry about the stock market. I just, they're fixing up houses and I think, yep. oh, I like that granite or I don't. Okay, all of their talent is getting together to literally build a house. I mean, there's a big house, pink, a Barbie house. Don't, I haven't spent enough time to figure out whether they're giving it away or whatever, but they're all designing it. So we have entered the world of fantasy land. Oh my gosh, the marketing deal surrounding that movie, I've never seen anything like it. It's crazy. And meanwhile, Taylor Swift becomes the first female artist to have four albums in the top ten of the Billboard charts. You go, girl. That's terrific. 
She is something. Okay, a few questions coming in for you. Uh, Terry Savage is with us. You can always go to terrysavage.com. It's a wealth of information on her website. Someone wants to know what is an annuity? How do they work? When can you get one? Okay, an annuity is a promise to pay from an insurance company. You give the insurance company money, and there are several different kinds of annuities. If you go to terrysavage.com and put in the word annuity under columns, you'll get some explanations. But basically, you can either give them a hunk of money. I just got my whole retirement account paid to me, and I want to put it in an annuity. Promise me a check a month for life. How old are you? What state do you live in? Here's how much we can give you every month for life. That's an immediate annuity. Another kind of annuity is, uh, you give us a hunk of money, says the insurance company, we'll invest it and it'll grow tax-free so you won't be paying taxes every year. And later on, you can take it out either in withdrawals or over your lifetime. Um, Typically, that kind of annuity where there's some investment promise in it gives the salesman a nice commission, and you need to know what you're doing before you buy one. I have nothing against them in the right place, but annuity is a big word. Go read the columns I've written over the last year or two about that. Here's another question for you, Terry Savage. I have 4MM plus in equity in my public company and almost as much in options. How do I get out of the stock with the least pain as I look to retire in three to five years? Well, it depends on what kind of account. But a lot of employees um, will get stock, a part of an employee stock purchase plan, and there may be restrictions on when you can sell restrictions inherent in those options, when they can be exercised, when you can sell the stock. It might have to do with SEC restrictions around earnings times. So uh, that's a pretty detailed question. You need to check, first of all, with the HR department and find out what the restrictions are. And some companies, if you're an insider, will let you set up an automatic selling program. The first Monday of every quarter, I'm going to sell X amount of shares. But it's, if you're, if you have that much money in stock and options in one company, you need some professional advice. You need maybe a fee-only financial advisor who's trained to look at all those things. Find one at wealthramp.com. And one last question, Terry, if a special needs trust is set up in Illinois, how much can a trustee be paid to avoid repaying Medicaid? Okay, this is a, it's about time, you're just giving me an idea for another column. Oh, good. I've written about a wonderful Illinois company and a wonderful woman who created a website called Protected Tomorrows to help people set up protective trusts. Typically, they're done. I thought that's what this question was going to be about for a child who's uh, has different abilities and will not ever be able to manage money. If you're trying to escape um, Medicaid, um, then there's some other kinds of restrictions on trust and wh- how you move money. So if you've got a big law settlement, for example, you can't just move it into a trust and then qualify for Medicaid. So would you post that the specifics of your question on my Ask Terry blog at terrysavage.com? And I will write a, a, another column. It's, it's time I get back in touch on that t- topic of how do you, you know, you're now you're in your 50s and 60s. You manage to keep your child alive and in good care, but you know that child will never be able to manage money. There are some things you can and should do before they reach 21. All right, Terry, thank you for joining us. Enjoy the sunshine. Thank you. I certainly am. You too. TerrySavage.com. That's where you can find her. Steve's News is next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.